Okay, so on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast, we're going to talk about growth mindset and what that what that means uh, for us as as coaches. I think it's something that is a is a buzzword, especially in the uh, in the education community, the coaching community, where we want to think about having a growth mindset. We want to be able to. Uh, be better uh, today than we were yesterday, which goes into you know a program philosophy for us, which is win the day. We just want to be better today than we were yesterday, and hopefully better tomorrow than than we were today. So, as a as a coach, I come across a coach and an educator. I come across a lot of young people that have certain thoughts about themselves that maybe they have been told. Maybe it's something that they think about themselves because they, it's how they compare themselves to other people. And I think that's very important that we teach our young people to have a, to have a growth mindset, to be able to think about ourselves as smart as ever improving. And I think that is, that is such a, a tool that we can help our our students and our athletes use to become better at, at what they're doing. And I mean you can you can go Google search growth mindset and come up with a bunch of different uh, pictures and, and things of that nature. I'm looking at one right now and it talks about uh, it's like two heads and one of the heads has growth mindset. One has a headset that says fixed mindset. And the growth mindset has these quotes that say, failure is an opportunity to grow. I can learn to do anything I want. Challenges help me grow. I like to try hard things. And then I, looked at the, I look at the fixed mindset and it says, I'm either good at it or I'm not. My abilities are unchanging. I can't. I can either do it or I can't. When I'm frustrated, I give up. And I think about now. I'll, I'll put a link to this in the in the show description, uh, the show notes, as as they would say. But man, I, I think about how we've come. I've come in contact with players and with students that have these preconceived notions about themselves. And they, they don't think they can become better. And I think at, at the core of that, they, they're really afraid to make a mistake. They're really afraid to try something new. And, and that's something I've struggled with in my life. And I'm sure a lot of people have is when we, when we fail, when we don't do as well as we would hope to do, we think about ourselves as failures or as, people that, man, we, I'm just not as good as somebody else, or I'm not as smart, or I'm not as talented. But in reality, if we keep pushing forward, we're going to, you can take that, that setback and turn it into something that is good, something that helps you grow as a coach, grow as a person, uh, those, those types of things. I think back to when I was a student and I'd take a test and I'd, I'd answer a question and I kind of, I halfway guessed on it. Right. And 
I ended up getting it right. And you get your test back and yeah, you don't even look at, at the, at the answer because you got it right. And there's, there's no big deal. You just move on. I got the points for it. But let's say there's a question you really struggled over and you got it wrong and the teacher corrects it and gives you uh, the correct answer. And then you, you remember that for a long time. I'm just thinking back to different quizzes I took and tests I took over my career as a student. And man, those answers really stick out in your mind as you go through, as you go through your education, because I think it's, it's just, it's so more important to continue to get better and continue to continue to just grow as a, as a student, right. As at your, if you're, if you're in class, right. To grow as a student, to begin with the end in mind and think about where do I want to be? How am I going to get there? How am I going to use every experience to try to make myself a, a better student? And then I think, think about in my time as a, my time as a, as a player, right. As a, as a high school player and a college player, uh, as a, as a high school player, uh, I got to start for three years and that was, that was cool. I got to play, I had to play a lot, I had to play on some really good teams, I got to win a couple state championships. But after you do that, and then you go on to play in college, that can that can be a struggle because in high school, I started for three years, won a couple state championships. Like I, like I just said, was an all-state caliber player. Then you go to college, and everybody's that good. And unless you're Alabama or Clemson now, you're not going to win pretty much all your games, right? So he has to learn how to deal with failure. And I know for me, as a player going from high school to college, that was tough because in, in high school, I was used to winning every game. We did, we went 27 and one my junior senior year in high school. And I go to college and we didn't win very many games. I wasn't playing. I was not good enough to play, not even close to, to good enough to play my, uh, my, my redshirt year, then my redshirt freshman year. And, I played more as a sophomore and played about the same as a junior. That I finally started in college as a as a senior, and it took a while to get to where I wanted I wanted to go. I think that's really where I I found the the growth mindset. Where man, I just got I just got to get better, a little bit better every day, and let's try to to work on on my craft. Let's find something to get better at today. And growth mindset to me is, is also all about delaying your gratification. I think we all want things right now. Yeah. I know I I do. Right. We all want to be great at what we do. We all want to be at the top of our field. We all want things to go exactly as we plan them, but that's just not how it works. How it works is that, we we work and work and grow and then we be the best version of ourselves that that we can be and we're trying we're trying to win in our just our daily actions and i think that looks different for i wouldn't say for everybody but i think a lot of most people have different different paths to becoming the best version so some people you know, do different things on a daily basis. Now, I think the character traits are 
basically the same hard work, diligence, uh, correcting mistakes, willingness to try, willingness to do things that are hard. I think those those are characteristics that uh, will always, uh, excuse me, they will, people, good people that are successful will always have those characteristics. But it's important that uh, we we find our own path to that. Some people are doctors, some people are lawyers, some people are teachers, some people are stay-at-home moms, some people are all different things. And they're trying to become the best they can be at their craft. And that can look very different. People's paths to uh, becoming the best version of them, having success, uh, can be just very it's very unique. Some people grasp things right now and they get it and it's easy for them. Some people it's really hard. And then most people are, are kind of, kind of in the middle. Um, I think one of the biggest things about a growth mindset is that talent is developed. It's something that you just continue to do over time. And then as you progress, you progress, you eventually get to be, the best that you can be and you just you go from there and you continue to try to even better your best right i'm trying to be better i'm trying to be better and then working at your craft wherever that may be to be able to do that and i also think about you know my chosen career field as being a teacher and a coach i think there's there's people that have a fixed mindset about themselves and about what they're teaching and what they're coaching. I I think there's people that may say they've coached for, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 years. But if you're the same coach in year 10, as you are in year one, you're just not a very good coach because you never got any better. You've been the same person for 10 years. And Guys that talk about we should just go back to how the past was and how we should just do this and kids these days aren't you know aren't tough they aren't whatever. Come on, man! I'm, we the world is ever changing. We need to adapt with the times. We need to be able to reach our students and our athletes and try to meet them where they are because the world has changed a lot in the past 20, 15, 10 years. And I think some some for the good, some for the bad, but we have to just work with who we have and what, where they are and how they act. And, uh, you know, I, I do believe you have to have discipline on a football team, but I think some people want discipline to be a public thing. And people, some people want players or other coaches to get embarrassed. And I, I'm not really – I'm not – I'm not for that. I think there's a there's a there's a certain level of, level of expectation that needs to be uh, met, right? And I think that you know, as a coach, uh, you have to sometimes let your players know that uh, what is happening is inexcusable, and different coaches do that different ways. Uh, but you know, as a coach, you have to be thinking constantly about how do I keep my principles the same, but how do I help my players 
reach their reach their maximum talent and ultimately how do i help our team be the best that it can be so because sometimes you know players come players go and um, i think what we really have to think about is what's how do how does our team come together how do we how do we mold our team into one that was that is truly a team and where people feel like they have a role they can play to help the team to be successful. And I think that can change obviously from year to year, from week to week. But as coaches, I think it is imperative that we continue to grow and become better coaches. It's imperative that we talk to other coaches on the phone through text messages. We drive to see other coaches. We listen to, podcast uh, we go co-practice with people and steal ideas we we talk to people that are smarter than ourselves because I, I, I meet coaches sometimes that are guys that the only good idea is their idea <laughs> and uh, they haven't checked that idea with anybody else there hasn't been any any backing of that idea. So they're doing something that nobody does. <laughs> uh, but I just, I think that's, that's not a, a good mindset. It's not a good place to go. I think the great coaches are always seeking for a better answer or talking to people who have had more success than they have and are not afraid to admit when they're, when they're wrong, when uh, I need to, I need to change this. I need to do that. I need to, you know, maybe modify the way we practice, modify our, our how we game plan, those types of things, because that's really, really important uh, for your program. Uh, I think the head coach sets the tone uh, for the whole program. I think that assistants are head coaches of their position. And it's really important that as a head coach, you strive to get all of the coaches on the same page and the ones that won't you after trying you <laughs> need to do your best to get rid of them because <laughs> that's just you know those people can can become issues uh not saying that's happening here at, at Buckhand. i love my guys as coaches so i don't want anybody out there thinking oh coach is talking about smiling staff no i think we have a wonderful coaching staff i think they're great guys i think they do a great 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 job uh, but i've been around staffs um before previously that there are guys that just won't get on the same page. And, you know, sometimes you, you try to, you, you got to have a conversation or get, or cut them loose. And, and if you can't, that usually ends up bad. So, um, yeah, every situation, uh, every situation is different, but as a, as a leader, right, as a head coach, as maybe you're a coordinator, maybe you're a position coach, it's really important that we never think we have this thing figured out. And for goodness sakes, we don't think we need to go back to the day that I played. I mean, that's, I hear, I've heard coaches say that for, for years. Well, when I played, we, oh my gosh, I, I mean, let's not go there. Let's not talk about, you know, our experience as a player when we're a coach, because that was likely a good amount of time ago, a uh, different era, maybe a different place. I know for me, it'd be a different place because I'm not in the same state that I grew up in. So it's really important that we continue to 
build our programs with the best ideas possible. And we take out our, our biases because we all have them. And I think as the older I get, the more I realize that I have biases and I need to avoid those as I evaluate different parts of our football program. Because it's really easy just to fall back on, oh, we I've always done it this way, or this is what I thought when I was a younger coach 12, 13 years ago. And, and I know for me as a, as a coach, I've, I have evolved – over over that time, I think most coaches have. I, I look at a guy like Nick Saban, and that guy's always ahead of the curve. He's always adapting, always thinking about how do I become better at my craft. And if Nick Saban can do that, and Bill Belichick can do that, all of us coaches at the high school, middle school, youth league level can do that. We can continue to press in and get better. So. I hope you got something out of that little podcast. I appreciate you listening. And uh, thank you all for, for being a part of the uh, Mind of a Football coach uh, Coaches Group. Uh, again, if you want to reach out to me, send me an email, Zach, Z-A-C-H dot Davis 24 at gmail.com. And I would love to correspond and get your thoughts on the show.